Welcome into the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com for Wednesday, April 27th. Just three days left in this fantastic spring meet. I'm Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keelan's Director of Wagering Development. We take a look at the late pick four on Wednesday that starts in race five. So that's uh, a race that ends the early pick five and starts the late pick four. Also ends the early pick four. So that uh, fifth race is a key one. We'll jump right in there, Jim. It's Maiden Claimers. 100K, $100,000 claiming level. Phillies and Mayors, three and up. They go seven furlongs. Where did you land in here? Yeah, not exactly a cheap maiden claimer. If you're going to get rid of the horse for $100,000, it's almost like a maiden special weight. So I didn't I didn't have a strong feeling in this race at all. Um, Keneally's horse, uh, Midnight, makes sense. The sixth horse um, with Luis Saez was interesting, dropping out of a maiden special weight. That Mahoney Valley, that's that's not dropping. This is moving up in class from Mahoney Valley Maiden Special to $100,000 here at Keeneland. American Heights for Bill Morey, um, dropping out of Santa Anita Special Weight uh, Maidens. And had a 77 buyer back in March and only got beat uh, by a head. And I think they thought this horse was going to uh, break her maiden right away. And she struggled since then. So um, maybe a change of scenery would be good for her. Uh, Coco Puff. For DeSormo on the outside with a Rad Ortiz, you got to use. And I'm going to use a couple of first time starters. I mean, a first time starter at a made 100,000 is, is certainly, they think a lot of her. They thought that this would be a, a good spot to debut. And it's unlikely that somebody's going to claim a first time starter out of a $100,000 claimer. Ron Moquette won the first time starter last week. So Doreen, the eight, I don't think she's going to get you 12 to 1 because Ron is, uh, is good with his spotted horses here at Kingland and Rusty Arnold uh, for Jimmy with Jimmy Graham for Sherilyn the seven. I go five deep here. And I leave it out. Um, I got I got to put in Brad Cox too. I, I left him off the two horse. I'm, I'm going to go six deep, just hoping to, to catch him to get through it because I really don't know. Uh, you could go all here, but it's going to be very expensive. So I'll throw in no silver spoon here too as well. I actually uh, took a bit of a price here in Nibbles the four horse. This horse was claimed for 50000 took some money in the debut race, and uh, Jeff Hiles, sharp young trainer, uh, claimed this horse. He's had three wins at the meet, and the more I looked at this race, I, I, like you, I didn't have a, a strong opinion, so I thought, why not look for a price in here, and uh, if uh, Nibbles can uh, run back to what the opinion was of, uh, of her in that first time out when she took some money, Maybe she can get there. Um, so I just thought there were several factors that I kind of liked for this horse for a price. Uh, no silver spoons is who I initially picked on top until I took a, a longer look at uh, Nibbles. So I've got to have the two on the ticket. The six, midnight makes sense for the reasons you mentioned. Darreen, uh, Moquette, first-time starter is what I had written down there. So same angle you were talking about. And then Coco Puff dropping out of straight maiden company has run well on this track. So that's certainly noteworthy. So I'm not going to go as deep as I would probably like in here for budgetary reasons as I couldn't narrow down other spots. Um, but I'm going to take a shot on top with a bit of a price here in Nibbles. The sixth race is a second-level allowance for four-year-olds and up and a mile and a 16th on the turf. And I ended up going to Floriform. Uh, Bill Modhead and Joel Rosario teamed up for a, a nice uh, winner on a Euro first-time U.S. horse uh, to wrap up the Sunday card. Uh, Floriform's been running over here, but um, had 
has come off, comes off a race in which uh, he ran a 94 in a grade three to the eventual Maker's Mark Mile winner. Uh, so that was good company. And I just thought off that company line, that uh, improved buyer speed figure, uh, my horses have, have run pretty well at the meet. So uh, I'd take Floriform on top. Um, Point Me By is uh, interesting, a grade one winner. Now, I remember you and I handicapped that race last summer up at uh, Arlington, and it was a, a week uh, edition of that race, but it's still a grade one win. And then Point Me By caught some tough fields after that and ran respectably. And so now comes in off a little freshening. Uh, we interviewed Eddie Keneally, the trainer for the Today at Keeneland show, said the horse is really training well. And um, he was very optimistic and uh, I think six to one on the morning line. Cellist just missed against Floriform on this Keeneland course last fall. So if I like Floriform, I have to use Cellist as well. If you want to go deeper, Monition uh, for Cherie DeVoe. Uh, this horse ran his best figure off, uh, off a bit of a layoff. And if he improves off that, could uh, have a say. But I like Floriform a good bit in here. How about you? I had three horses plus one more. I almost single Floriform. And I started looking at the other horses and... Um, you make a great point about uh, Chellis coming out of the Tampa Bay Derby where uh, Cheryl Spite won and uh, came back. Uh, they both come out of Tampa Bay Derby, and, and you know, if you like one, you got to take both of them. Uh, so I, I, I went ahead and added Chellis, and then I started looking, and I thought, well, point me by with Keneally coming off the layoff and getting Louis, Louis Saez. i got to use him. And I also threw in Brian Lynch's horse, Skyro, Um Coming off a race at Gulfstream where he just missed, and went off at uh, seven to, uh, three to two, and uh, has got some really nice races. He won two back, and he's uh, moving up in class. That was an optional claimer last time up, but an eighty-eight and ninety-two buyer the last two races at a mile stretching out to mile sixteen. The Brian Lynch is a good trainer, so I'm going to throw Skyro in there as well. Four or four would be my win pick if I had to pick it just off that last race at Tampa. Moves us to race number seven. It's three-year-olds only. Interesting conditioners. Exclusively three-year-olds, but uh, it's 50K claiming level, going a mile and a 16th. Only a five-horse field, but uh, it, you know it's a race where uh, there's, I don't know anybody you toss out of here, so it's a well-matched group. Where did you <laughs> land? That's exactly what I thought. So how do you... How can you toss any of them? I mean, I think you either go single here with a strong opinion or you buy the race. And to buy the race is only five. And I know that a lot of people think you're throwing money away when you buy a race. But, you know, one of these horses is going to go off at, at better than three to one or four to one. I mean, you're going to get somebody. And I think Asmussen's horse down cold is probably the logical favorite. But they like this horse on the turf. And then the race at Fairgrounds was taken off the turf. And he ran better. So he's going to try and back on the dirt. Um, a lot of horses in here, I think, that are searching for an answer. And uh, Norm Cash's horses ran well at, at Oakland. Uh, he hadn't had many starters here. He's only had seven starters with not much success. But maximum impact can can be good. Silent Disco has a lot of upside, only four times, uh, four starts in his life. And, um, and Bureau for Ron Moquette. So I can't toss any of them. So I'm going to buy it and go really, really light in the, in the eighth race. Um, if you made me pick a winner, I suppose Silent Disco, I think, intrigues me a little bit. Maybe gets a little bit better with a change in scenery from Oakland. That's actually who I uh, took on top in here. I thought there wasn't any speed in this race, and I think this horse 
could maybe go wire to wire, or if not, just sit in a perfect spot right off one of the inside horses going to the lead. And he's shown steady improvement for uh, Ortiz. And uh, I think this horse uh, is going to be my win pick. I have Bureau next. He ran against Zozos, who's going in the Derby, and Dash Attack, who was on the Derby trail. So he's kept some good company. And then Down Cold's the only horse the race with two wins, so that's noteworthy. Um, I mean, it, it makes the most sense to buy it by the race, I think, uh, because they're, they're well-matched. But uh, to keep my pick four ticket that I'm going to give out at a reasonable level, I couldn't do five deep in here. So I'm just going to stop with the, the five, the one, and the three. But if you can pare it down in other races, just go ahead and, and toss in those other two. I just couldn't do that. Like in the tenth or in the eighth race, it wraps up the pick four. It's Phillies and Mayors three and up maidens going a mile on the turf. And I just couldn't come up with a strong opinion here. I ended up taking a first-time starter, uh, Diva Ready, for Jonathan Thomas. But his numbers are very strong uh, with first-time starters and also with horses debuting long, uh, going long on the turf. So uh, I thought of those numbers, the Augustan Stable, uh, they usually uh, uh, fire with some runners here at the Keeneland Meets. So I took Diva Ready on top. I took uh, Honeycomb second for uh, Rusty Arnold and uh, G. Watts Humphrey, uh, connections that certainly like to win here. I faded the nine a little bit, Saffron Moon. Maybe I'll regret that. I'm gonna, certainly going to have it on the ticket for the pick four. It's Chad Brown and Flavian Pratt. Uh, interesting that, that Pratt's numbers are much stronger on the dirt, riding here at Keeneland uh, extensively for the first time, than they are in the turf, even though he's an outstanding turf rider. Um, I saw those uh, numbers somewhere. Maybe it was Jeremy Plunk uh, had them in the last couple of days for uh, Flavian on the turf at Keeneland. But this horse, Chad Brown, you know, we know what he does with turf runners. He waits till the fourth start to put this horse on the turf. So, uh, and he doesn't have a particularly, you know, stellar grass pedigree. So I think maybe this just looks to be like they're just taking a shot. He hadn't worked out. Uh, on the dirt, so they're going to take a shot on the turf. So I faded this horse a little bit. And then I'm also going to use a Spare Cash, who has an experience edge on these, but has failed the last two times as the favorite. But still, with that experience edge, I'm going to include that one as well. How'd you see race eight? Well, I'm out of money, so I'm a single Spare Cash. Um, when I made the decision to, to buy the third leg, uh, I had to single here. And you make a good point about Jonathan Thomas. He's beaten me before. Uh, with the first time started, but the horses in the outside uh, does get Luis Saez to ride, and Luis Saez is forty-three percent for Justin Thomas, which makes me think that I probably messed up not taking that horse. But I I use spare cash. Uh, the Turfway course, Turfway horses have run well here. Uh, Turfway is uh, with their purses; those horses are are good and they're performing well when they ship to Keeneland and Sprague Cox and Gaffione, and uh, I just go ahead and took a stand with a horse that has the experience edge and just got nipped the last two uh, at Turfway and just got to improve a little bit to beat these. And I think if the first time starter doesn't jump up, I think spare cash is the winner. So I'm going to single spare cash to show out my pick four. So what's that pick four ticket look like? Pick four is six deep in the first leg with one, two, six, seven, eight, nine. Do not have a clue in that race. Uh, I just, I can't toss very many horses, so I think one of the first-time starters got a real shot there. One five nine eleven in the second leg. Going to buy the seventh race with five horses and single the four in the last. So that's a one two six seven eight nine with one five nine eleven with all with four, and that comes up to sixty dollars. 
I'm starting out with 4-2-6 in the first leg, then 9-11-1 with 5-1-3 with 10-12-9-4. ticket. Um, if you can pare it down in legs 1, 2, or 4 to any level, then you can take the other two horses that I left out of uh, race 7. But uh, $54 ticket for me. Uh, didn't want to go too heavily because I uh, don't know that this is going to be one that will light up the tote board, so you don't want to invest too heavily on the, this particular play. Maybe look at the Keeneland Turf Pick 3, which starts in uh, race 4 on the Wednesday card. And uh, did you uh, a shot at races 4, 6, and 8. And uh, that first leg uh, looks really uh, challenging. So it's a chance to maybe find a little price in there to start out the Keeneland Turf Pick 3. Best of luck wherever you are playing or however you are playing on the Wednesday card. We'll be back with another edition of the In the Money podcast for Thursday from KeelanSelect.com.